Welcome. Uh, good evening. Uh, it's Monday, January the 2nd, uh, 8.37 p.m. Welcome to Loud and Pride Orlando. It's the first um, LPO uh, show of the year. So the first show of 2023. So I wanted to actually tell everybody Happy New Year uh, to Paola, to David, as well to everyone watching right now. Thank you so much. For your undivided support, uh, drop us a like, subscribe to the channel. We have uh, a couple of news uh, happening uh, about Orlando City. A lot of changes are coming also uh, for, for the roster. A lot of free agents as well in the MLS, top free agents, I, I think. I don't know if uh, our front office has an eye on them yet, but we'll, we'll talk about all of that today. Uh, before I dive in and say hello to Paula and, and David, I'm going to just uh, encourage everybody again. We are um, 489 subscribers right now. We're uh, only one away from the 490 and then 10 away from 500. Uh, keep us supporting us. Uh, spread the word. Um, double click on the bell for all notifications. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. As well, we are live on Facebook and on Twitter as LPO Podcast. Thank you so much as well. This show will be um, on his audio version on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right after. So thank you so much for your support. And uh, also answer the survey. We have a survey after every episode starting this year. Um, that essentially, we'll talk about, you know, uh, which player would you like to see in Orlando City in purple coming up, right? What are our needs as a, as a club uh, facing three other tournaments back-to-back, -back, right? Uh, um, and again, we're really close uh, to that uh, 500 mark. Uh, keep us supporting us. Let us get to that um, 1K. That would be great. And thank you so much again for all your support. Um, Paola, Happy New Year. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I had a great time with my family on Saturday, Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. I don't know what day is today, uh, but but um, excited for this 2023. Um, we're less well a month, a month and a couple of days for the season that's that is gonna going to start. So I'm super excited and happy to be with you and David here today. Uh, Dave, uh, Happy New Year, my friend. Good to see you. Yes, same here. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, tomorrow, January 3rd, will be my oldest son's David uh, uh, 15th birthday. So I would like to, you know, give a shout out to, I mean, he's, he's across the room. <laughs> a big shout out to my son. It's, uh, it's when I became a dad for the first time. So um, I, it's a day that I always uh, remember. And um, also, uh, just like you guys, super excited. I hope uh, 2023 is, uh, is a, good year, a good year for everybody. And we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of cool things today. And I hear that a 655, 655 West Church Street in Orlando. They're already, they're talking about the money. They're talking about the signings. We're going to be talking about some of that. That's fantastic. Let's read some comments. It says, Victor Rivera, Happy New Year's, peeps. Thank you so much, Victor. Joshua Tall, I'm interested to hear the latest rumors. Mark Rodriguez, this is awesome new intro. Mark Rodriguez uh, says, saludos al show de Dos Boricuas y un Peruano. Feliz año. Feliz año, Mark. Muchísimas gracias por tu apoyo. 
Waffles Inc. Hi, everyone. Um, how you doing, my friend? Thank you so much for watching. So uh, let's dive in. So first and foremost, uh, Explorer Stadium. Uh, it's been uh, named uh, best, best stadium in the MLS um, for fan experience. And I think this was huge last year. We talked a lot about it. Uh, I know Dave uh, even, I think, met um, the, the new director uh, of engagement. Um, and, you know, it's been nominated uh, for the website called Stadium Journey, which ranks all the stadiums in the MLS. And for the third time, uh, Stadium Journey presented um, the ranking for uh, fan experience and Orlando City Explorer Stadium won with 4.71%. Uh, you know, Chris Green, um, he says, which was the guy who they got his review from, says Orlando City is what soccer in the United States is trying to become. And it's a wonderful sight to see. The club has found a perfect formula for fan involvement, stadium location, and overall atmosphere to capitalize on that moment. Attending a game at the Orlando City Stadium is less than is less of an afternoon at a sporting event, and more of a life experience. This has to do a lot with um, the wall, for sure. And as well, this has to do a lot of the new things that the front office is doing uh, for the fans. And uh, I mean, Orlando's always been a soccer city. I think um, I am actually very happy. Uh, when Orlando first came and you know into be Orlando City Soccer Club in Orlando, um, and and they announced that there was going to be a soccer team coming over into Orlando to play um, USL, um, I was static. You know, I was like, you know, I'm gonna, you know, as a fan of the sport for years, I, I wanted to support this no matter what. However, by any means necessary, let me go ahead and support this, and then. It grew to be, in my opinion, the most successful franchise in sports for the city of Orlando. I mean, I don't think there's no, no one bigger. Uh, aside of maybe the Orlando Magic in 1992 uh, and maybe um, in, in 2009. After that, I mean, it's all been Orlando City. Orlando City gave uh, the city of Orlando its uh, first major, uh, major cup trophy. Uh, so, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Dave, what are your thoughts regarding this um, selection by StadiumJourney.com? Well, I was surprised, to be honest with you, because usually uh, this league has um, served to the interest of their chosen ones. It's always Atlanta, LAFC, and all that. Portland. Exactly, Portland. Uh, and uh, this time, an independent organization rated everything. And I have to say that it wasn't our best year either, uh, attendance-wise. Um, but um, I, I, to me, the, the barometer, the, 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 what I used to gauge uh, the, our atmosphere are my two friends, uh, Kai and Callum, that came from Stevenage this past year. And uh, people who uh, not only live in the periphery of England have seen EPL on a regular basis, have seen League One and League Two team, uh, a, a league, league One and League Two games with Stevenage, and they have the best football in the world, arguably, right? 
and they came and the the things that they said to me were it was fun they had fun it was um it was interesting it was it was a different flavor of football and they enjoyed themselves and they wanted to come back that my friends is what uh Jared Dillon uh our VP of uh of operations set out to to do and you know we are quick to complain about people, quick to criticize people. Jared came after two successful years with the Tampa Bay Lightning. A lot of you that are fans of that NHL team said that the game they experienced there was second to none in NHL. The man came here. He said, this is what I plan to do. And he's la he laid it out and did the things that he said that, that we asked him to. Fans right. with Pareja. Uh, and, I, and I finish with this Pines with Pareja uh, opening the uh, the preseason games, which at that time we were not going to be able to see them. Um, a lot of the events, I mean, the uh, this past month, has, as I said in the last show, I had the opportunity to go to the stadium, take pictures with the team photographer, uh, tour the uh, locker room. Those type of things, guys, go a long ways to motivate the people. Obviously, winning a championship will always trump any of that. So I have to say that our history, like Luis said, we had a team that organically grew a fan base, supporter groups that organically grew themselves out of nothing. And the fact that our stadium is a, it's a gorgeous stadium. It's a, it's a traditional English stadium uh, in the, its design and the pitch is it's gorgeous. I mean, there's nothing wrong. If you ask me, Orlando has the best pitch in MLS, but the fact that somebody without bias says that says a lot. That's right. Uh, Paola, what are your thoughts regarding uh, that nomination? Well, oh, that, I was surprised award. like everybody else. But at the end of the day, I was attracted to this, like like David said, organically, because I was I was in a family event with my with my work. I saw the, the wall jumping all up and down nonstop in Camping World Stadium. And now we're in Exploria. That is, is fantastic. And I know that Jared Dillon has not finished the fan base experience. He's just, what, what not even a year, I think, on, on his position. And he said that he's going to uh, enhance the tailgates experience and even the audio. So imagine the stadium that is already pretty. He's going to enhance that's one of his plans. I don't know the 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 TBD right on this, but the audio that 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 was the first thing that he noticed. The audio because if you go to an NHL game or an NFL game, the audio is much louder. Because I was in a Bucks um, game the other day, you could be in the in the in the bathroom, the restrooms, and you could hear like there's there's um speakers so you can hear while you're you're buying food or 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 anything the sound so i'm i'm impressed and i'm i'm ready to see what 2023 is going to impact us the fans this year that's right uh, let's read some comments here uh jim d he says uh hoping with a new year and new players oc can play a different style of football i think the trade of ruan might have indicated we will I believe so as well. Thank you so much. About 17 people live right now with us. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, drop us a thumbs up. The more thumbs up we get on the stream, uh, it will um, 
YouTube's algorithm will recommend us to more Orlando City fans. So thank you so much for your support. Mark Rodriguez, I am surprised. I would have never thought Explorer would win this. Messi is staying in PSU for another year, right? Good news for us. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, so yeah, I, I will show you the, the the actual website right now, so you guys can see who who the, the you know this fan base ranked and and, and beat uh, based on this. Um, here's Explorer Stadium right here. You guys can definitely see right behind my screen. Um, we beat the Portland Timbers. And they have the whole, you know, they have the thorns and they have the timbers and then they have, you know, the, you know, they cut the logs and all the good stuff. And then we beat BC Plays, Vancouver Whitecaps. You know what I mean? We beat them. Beautiful stadium as well. We beat Mercedes-Benz. I think we should be proud of beating Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, home of Atlanta United. We play, uh, outplayed uh, Columbus Crew as well. Right, um, you know, and Charlotte FC, newcomers to the league as well. Uh, Red Bull Arena, BMO Field, Lumen Field. Look, look at Seattle. You know, Seattle that they um, they always uh, had this. Oh, you know, we are we are the we, we we are the best fan base in the MLS. You're ranked ninth, and uh, he says. Um, there are very few sports venues in the MLS that match the pageantry and energy level created the Seattle Sounders games. The name of the stadium may change, but the fan experience remains the same. You may say it's a lumen, it's a lumen rating. That's what it says. There you go. So we beat some pretty good, um, you know, pretty good, you know, pretty good teams, you know, uh, and and that's that shows a lot of the effort that the front office is also putting into improving the fan experience, right? Yeah, which, which is key. Now, what are your expectations for this year, um, Dave? Because both of you, I think both of you are season pass holders. So uh, yeah, what correct. are your expectations? Well, uh, before, I, before I give you that, I, I have to say that these are the uh, extra official numbers from MLS. Uh, 10,011,578 fans uh, paid for their ticket in 2022 to go watch MLS, which is a triumph not only for our league, but for our sport in the United States and Canada. Um, I, I always say that uh, that the, the football fan in the United States can support their club, can always want to win and all that. But what unites us all is the desire to have a profitable league and, and teams that, that don't die like in the past. So I'm super excited for that. And it was great football, in my opinion. It was good football. Um, in attendance, the average attendance was 21,033 fans. And uh, the, the team with the most attendance was Atlanta. Uh, and the team that had the least attendance was my Inter Miami. Um, my expectations for Orlando City are very simple. Uh, I would like it off the pitch, if if you ask, because oh, uh, I I understand that Dylan's power ends at the first row. That's why he yeah. said, and 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 I believe in uh, the rest is Luis and and Ricardo and obviously Profe Pareja. Um, I would like for our for physical improvements. On, 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 the, on the building, uh, the church that was right next to the stadium was purchased. The property was purchased. And that's what uh, Paola was alluding to, uh, how the uh, game day experience is going to improve. 
this is one of the things that uh, European fans, Latin American fans, always say that that separates MLS from from everywhere else. The the tailgating experience, the the carnival atmosphere of our pregame, which makes it a family event. Unfortunately, in a lot of countries in the in in the world, taking babies, single women, uh, families. Uh, they can go to games because of the level of violence, the level of the, the atmosphere, uh, the attitude that is happening um, does, doesn't allow for that to happen. And I seems it seems like I lost the guys. So if you can if you can watch me or hear me, let me know, guys, in the comments. Now we're um, back. Okay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I lost you guys. I don't know. I don't know if um, anything, anything that I said, but I, I'll, I'll finish off with by saying that uh, the uh, tailgating is something that separates uh, our league from everywhere else. Like I was mentioning, the club purchased the church that was right next to the stadium to to enhance uh, that experience, like Paula was saying. And, uh, you know, in, in other countries, the ability for single women, for uh, families, for babies to go to games, it's non-existent because it's not a, an environment that is conductive to that. So we always get a little praise for that. Uh, and uh, to conclude, uh, for uh, uh, I would love for uh, Jared Dillon to complete the uh, the promise that he made us that being a season ticket holder was going to have its benefits, which in the past, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> there was none. So I, I'm already starting to see events and things like that, and uh, hopefully those those events will increase. That's right. Um, let's read some comments, and then we'll go with uh, with Paola. Citrus FC, we hear you. Yes, loud and clear. We see you, Banjo. Emily Dinsmore can see you. Thank you so much. I don't know what happened. Uh, I changed my, my internet um, company. Uh, I do no longer have, um, I guess I'll, I'll say it, they don't uh, spectrum it was it was horrible uh and i have another company now so uh i don't know something happened but paula it never um, happened with spectrum bro what happened i don't know <laughs> paula, paula i thought that it was my internet too and i'm like what's what's going on here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what 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 are your expectations as, as a season pass holder uh coming up for for this 2020 season better engagement with the season ticket holders and i think that's coming it's just that garrett is one 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 guy and we have to let him you know his time and his position and, and and brew something up for us and also and this is i don't know if david can can um agree with this but i would love um like a package like a package to buy the entire season to tailgate in that um that parking spot because i know that the nfl has it the nhl has it that you can purchase the season parking for the entire season i would love that i will pay it i don't like i i will do so i don't know i i ex i'm expecting better activities for us next season and for the fans too like more stuff because the it was a purpose that they purchased that church next to exploria yeah, yeah. And Paola, the reason why they're not doing that is because they want to give everybody the uh, uh, ability to experience it. Unfortunately, there's no room. That's the reason, like you said, that's the reason why the church was purchased. So we can have 
a permanent structure, permanent um, experience, uh, tailgate, experience. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's, that's Yeah, that's fantastic. Says uh, Emily Dinsmore. Thank you so much. I wouldn't mind seeing a dedicated STM lane for all entry gates. Fast pass for Exploria. Yeah. That's a great idea. And, and if I can add, Luis, uh, on that, um, we, uh, the season ticket holders, used to have a card uh, that they will present and they will just let them through back in the old days when we were exactly. at the Citrus Bowl. They have taken that. And uh, my overseas teams, Maccabi Haifa and Stevenage, do offer that for those people that are uh, season ticket holders or half season ticket holders. You, they just present that and boom, they go through. I think I would love I would love for that to happen again because it's it's it's, a, it's tedious to just pull your phone and and all that. But anyways, no, no, I, I agree. And then the, you know they're tapping you, they're patting you. They're like, sir, let me check your back here. Um, you open your arms. I'm like yeah, 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 no problem. Emily, I'm gonna bring that up. Hopefully, uh, we're gonna have uh the season ticket uh, member uh, focus groups again this year. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna reach out to Jared, uh, and and find out. But uh, that's a fantastic idea that I w that I think we we need to bring back. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. But uh, let's dive in into. So there's still free top level free agents available in the market for I think key positions that Orlando City needs, especially defensively. And this is not to knock. And we're gonna talk about the depth in just a moment. This is not to knock about, you know, either Kyle Smith or Holiday. I'm not or, or Freeman by any means. It's, this is not on them. They're fantastic players. I think they're going to have time to play with the first team. But I think if we truly have ambition to take that extra step, we need to definitely see what's available right now. And as you can see on the on the poll that we have here on on a YouTube channel, I. I, I put on there, which MLS free agent would you like to sign to Orlando City? And I took this from the MLS, uh, Alexander Callens from NYCFC, their best player, in my opinion. And I'm not saying because he's Peruvian. He's probably top five center back in the MLS right now. And uh, he's available. Um, and we'll talk about his issue right now that he has with NYCFC and why you know they're trying to see what they can do about it. Uh, Sean Johnson, former UCF goalkeeper. Obviously, we have Pedro. We just signed him, uh, re-signed him. I really highly doubt that's going to be somebody that, you know, we you know we have Ojeda. We have other options out there, you know. Uh, Ronald Matarrita or Matarita, right? Uh, Costa Rican uh, left back. He's definitely somebody that's uh, seasoned better in the MLS. A lot of minutes, uh, not having a place. He's out of contract at a Cincinnati. Why not? I mean, these are players that will come in and they already know how to play in the MLS and they'll make an immediate impact. So this is no like, oh, let me get used to one season and see how it goes. No, this is like, I'm here to make a statement. Here you go. You're paying me my money. I'm going to go ahead and deliver what, I, what I've learned this past years in the league. And then Ola Camara, former DC United striker, a lot of goals with DC United, even though DC United is a disaster, disaster zone. Uh, so there are options now. You know, sixty-four percent of people that are here and and you know live with us right now, 
um, and people maybe they just voted and then they decide they're going to watch the show later. 64% of them are saying Alexander Callens. He's a center back, left back. He scored a lot of goals as a left back. He should, Orlando should make an offer. He's a Peruvian international. Uh, he's play, he plays with Pedro. You know, I think the only downfall will be that if Pedro leaves, he's going to have to leave too, right? Uh, but, you know, then you have, you have to have depth, right? You have Antonio Carlos, you have Robin Jensen, you have, you know, Williams, you know, you have uh, even uh, Hackenberg, in my opinion. He's a, he is a great center back. So now what's the issue with Callens right now? And then we'll go with Dave's opinion and, and Paula's opinion. Callens right now, according to Alonzo, I want to give a uh, hello to Alonzo. Uh, Alonso Contreras, my pal right here. He says uh, the problem that he has is a salary. He is he's one of the best paid there uh, with uh, general allocation money right now. Uh, he's looking to be a franchise DP, uh, and that's what they're trying to negotiate to to close the the renewal of the contract. Now, obviously. For me and for, I think, Alonzo and everybody else, he deserves, in my opinion, what he has done for NYCFC uh, is, is pretty big. And what he's done in his national team is pretty big, too. He's a starter. Like, there's no replacement for him in the national team. So uh, I think he definitely, he should. Now, that's what he's seeking. That's what he's seeking. He's seeking to be paid more than what he's getting paid now. So I think Orlando, you know, I'm just saying he should maybe look into the wallet and see, hey, he'll be an immediate presence right there. And with Antonio Carlos and, and uh, Robin Jensen, we have a defense, guys. Uh, we just had to find the left back, right back portions, but we have three right there. We can play with three men right there, and we'll be bomb diggity. Uh, what are your thoughts there, um, um, Dave, regarding that? Uh, do you have any other options, anything else that you've heard? Well, um, as far as other options, I'm going to be quite honest with you. Um, I was uh, looking at, because I'm bored, you know, I just spent four days at home doing nothing, and I started watching a lot of our uh, highlights throughout the years. And one of the things that I noticed is we don't have a nanny type player. We don't have a guy that is going to come out there and create magic. And uh, I would like to see a veteran player that will come in and and give us that. Uh, as far as the MLS veteran, we need those type of guys uh, to go and uh, to be journeymen. Uh, there's 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 piano carriers, piano tuners, piano players, right? And people concentrate on the virtuoso on the on the on the keys playing the music, but that that instrument has to be carried from one place to the other. We don't we don't give a lot of attention to those folks. So in, in football it's the same thing. You know, there's some players that that have traits that contribute to wins, uh, and uh, not necessarily are the flashy players, and, and we need those guys too. So we need we need to build smartly. I actually watched the interview that our friends at P2 Power Play uh, podcast had with uh, Ricardo Moreira. Super interesting. Learn a ton about that, about what it takes to run an academy, run OCB, how much it costs. I was shocked at the amount of money that it costs. The fact is, my friends, is that our club is out there uh, seeking the best players that we can, that we can get. Yes, our coffers are bigger. 
our club is interested in going to go and get more players because we are the Open Cup champions. Our ceiling in our uh, uh, the money, the amount of money that we can uh, spend on roster has increased. The fact that we're going to CCL that also in, help help us out, and so there's a lot of things that happened in 2022 that have impacted the financial side of the house on a positive uh, manner. And I, you know, in my in my personal opinion, there's a, a player like 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 the gentleman on the screen. It's a possibility. It's absolutely a possibility. Now, are we going to go for that type of play? I, I, I would love to, but I, I don't know. We already have seen the moves that we are making. So far, um, the moves are, are both seeing the sense that in the past, Orlando City did not have the money to go after players like that. But we're, we're doing it smartly, too. We're not overcommitting. We don't want to be like Atlanta with Barco, where they are going to eat – the $17 million they paid for that kid. And, and last, before I give the microphone to Paola, the situation in Peru politically is not the best. And, and obviously, Luis knows that because he's Peruvian, right? Well, well I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, none. And I'm going to talk about Peru in just a moment because mm -hmm. it, it's huge right now what's happening over there. You're talking about the starting 11 of Peru. At least four key players are free agents and Callens is one of them. Sambrano is the other. So the, 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 the center back couple, they're both free agents right now of the national team. Conmebol. These are players that have played in Boca Juniors. Sambrano playing Boca Juniors just now. Cristian Cueva, which has been a target for Orlando city in the past. And I know for this, for a fact, he's a 10. He's like what Mauricio Pereira plays right now. But I believe he's more on a one-on-one, -on -one, like going one-on-one -on -one with somebody. He's, and I'm going to say this, he's better than Pereira on a one-on-one. -on -one. Now, Pereira probably is a better passer uh, and probably a better free kick taker. But on, on a one-on-one -on -one in transition, Quell will destroy you. He'll break your ankles. He's uh, very dynamic on, on the 1v1. Now, that, that's just what I've observed of him. He's a free agent. Now, and then we have a, the second striker of the national team, Alex Valera. He played in Al um, Fate in the Saudi League. Um, they did not pay him for four months over there. They didn't pay him for four months. He went to FIFA, He and they released him. Right? Now, this, this kid scored 14 goals in the Peruvian League last season. Almost the same as Urgent Car in the Austrian League. Now, obviously, the Austrian League is much better than the Peruvian League, but I'm saying these are readily available players now. Now, none of these four players that I just mentioned want to play in Peru first. They want to find their, their, their journey in the United States or Mexico. Now, some of these players do not want Mexico so much because they, they know that the league is kind of going down in quality and so they are keening and looking into the mls for potential work so you know i'm surprised by collins for example a player of him of his caliber of what he just gave new york to be out on the market like this uh it's kind of weird like i don't know what nycfc is doing having teams like la galaxy 
like Orlando City with a brand new owner with LAFC, like trying to sign like every single major player from Europe. I mean, you're talking about leaving your one of your best players out and about. So, Paola, what are your thoughts? I'm surprised that this guy is a free agent. When I saw that list, MLS free agency, and I saw Collins, I'm like, what is going on in New York? Because they're revamping that team. Anyways, I don't care about them. But this play, I'm low-key, I'm super fan of Collins. He has proved that he can play left back. And that is something that we need right now. He has score goals as a left back. And, and Luis, you can quote me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember how many games he played as left back. I think it was at the end of the season yeah, last year. End, yeah, he played that uh, he focused. I, I, will say, I will say a whole month. A whole he, month, right? They were testing yeah. him and see, and he succeed. He was scoring goals as a left back too. So why not? Let's see how we can get him if we can. It's, a, it's free, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm surprised that he has not resigned with, with New York, for being honest. I would love him to play here yeah, with I mean, Pedro. I think, so. I think it would be, be great. I mean, uh, it, it, not just him, but it's like what Brian Guerrero is saying right here. Like he, he says, we need that perfect balance, right? Young South American talented, experienced European players and MLS veterans. LAFC did it this way. Callens could be a Ryan Hollins head. I completely agree with him. Now, uh, Joshua Tall says, we do need a veteran. Banjo, we need a veteran 100%. Now, uh, Joshua Tall, how about Rafael Lucas Cardoso dos Santos, which I know I'm going to pass the mic to Dave regarding him. Um, not, a, not too keen on him. I think he's been tossed around a lot in, in Brazil, right? That is correct. Um, this is the information that, that we have about this, this this young player. Rafael Santos is 24 years old. He's from Lonindrina, state of Paraná. Um, he was purchased by Cruzeiro in 2019 and spent uh, loans on the following clubs since. Uh, Chapecoense, Inter de, la, de Limeira, Ponte Petra, and uh, Coritiba. Ponte Petra and Chapecoense should uh, ring a bell. Chaperonso, obviously famous uh, for the sad uh, tragedy where their first team died in uh, Libertadores. Mm -hmm. I believe he was going to Colombia a few years back. The, the airplane ran out of gas and, and crashed against a mountain. Uh, Ponte Petra, uh, we, ran, uh, we had a friendly with them in 2015 at Exploria. Famously, when... Um, um, the uh one of our players uh, uh hurt his knee uh Kevin Molina I'm sorry I just uh, Molina <laughs> that's surprising yeah and 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 uh Juan came from uh Ponte Petra as well so uh the guy not a lot of goals for a left back um which is okay with me because quite honestly when Moutinho was here I mean he contributed no more than three goals a season um my concern is we need to sort the situation with the right back, left back situation. We haven't had a productive left back, uh, right back uh, pairing since since 2015. Rafa Ramos and uh, uh, Luke Bowden were yeah. the guys that basically uh, were fantastic crossers, fantastic crossers. And uh, we haven't had that since. And I know that a lot of people – uh, we're sad that Juan left. The guy has the speed of a demon, 
but uh, defensively uh, lazy at times. And if you don't believe me, watch how Blase <laughs> Juan defended the second goal that was scored by Atlanta on the game that we won here in 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 Orlando in uh, 2021. Uh, it was a golazo. It was a golazo. And Juan just just passed the player, just looked at him. They even made the attempt to go for the ball. And when he realized that uh, what had happened, he just like slapped his head like, "Oh, what did I do then?" So situations like that. It's why he's no longer in the team. And uh, although I, I, I'm on record that I think he's a fantastic uh, person, but we have to, how can I say that? We have to look at this guy as perhaps a, as a, as a bench player rather than yeah. a starter. For sure. You know, the, the window has opened uh, as of uh, yesterday in a lot of countries. And I expect, and we, we sh you should have the expectation of hearing a lot of names as the time goes by, because obviously, as each league uh, opens the windows, we're gonna we, we're gonna be getting players. Our uh, preseason is super short this year. We already know that. Uh, you guys correct me. Twenty fifth is when our season starts, I believe. Twenty uh, fifth so of February. And CCL is gone is coming on the heels of that. So you will assume that we would like to have six six weeks of uh, preseason um and which basically two, uh, two week concentration and uh and and after that uh some games to get this team acquainted and 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 poof up we go so you got you guys tell me if you agree with that I, i'm assuming six weeks that to me that's what i would feel comfortable with uh six weeks from opening day so this is what we have right now with uh, Rafael Santos. And, uh, you know, uh, again, one of the things that I want to clarify is we are not mind readers. We're not gurus. We're not right. knowers. And some of these players, you know, they come in. We do some research on them. Some of the players that have come to Orlando City that nobody knew who they were, uh, Daryl D.K., um, uh, Junior Urso, that, that come out of nowhere and become this huge – uh, Lego, exactly. They come and, and, and they show what they have. So I, I'm willing to give this young man the opportunity. But let's say, let's just say, oh, and by the way, Schlegel got here with three games for the first team uh, for Racing. He had three teams in the first team and he came to Orlando alone. And when I, if for, when I had Tiro de Esquina podcast and I interviewed uh, one of the reporters from Argentina about this guy, he basically said, nobody knows who he is. He has to show ID to get into his own house. And now, if you go to Argentina and you ask about Rodrigo Schlegel, everybody knows. The center back that played go uh, goalkeeper in a, in, a, in, a fine, in, a, in a playoff game. Everybody knows who he is. So that's what, that's what football does. I it, just, you know, you creates know, uh, legends. I mean, I just think, uh, like, I, I, I go back to what Brian Guerrero said, right? I think uh, you need a, a perfect balance. And uh, I believe what you say, you know, I think this kid, he, Crusader re-signed him, um, you know, re-signed him to, for, for a couple more years because he's 24 and he did have like four assists in one season, five, six assists also um, in the second division. This is when Crusader was in the B League, right, in, in the B League. So um, a lot of potential for sure, but not an immediate impact. Now, um, uh, now we could say the same thing about Ivan Angulo, 
no? And in Van Angulo, for example, uh, was somebody that I wasn't expecting him to 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 play this way. Now he adapted to uh, Oscar's system right away, and he has been one of the, our best players in attack uh, right in the end of the season. So, um, you know, again, personally, if you ask me, I think it's time for the first time. Let us not think small-minded. And I think, you know, yeah, a low-risk, high-reward works. But let's truly, like, put the money where our mouth is, right? I mean, we have the chance to take away New York's best player. Don't we hate New York? I'm just saying to the fans, don't you guys have a rivalry with New York? How would it feel for Orlando to put the money and get not only a quality player, top five center back in the MLS for sure. Um, um, Comeball playing South American starter on a national team. Keep Pedro happy right there, right? His buddy's coming over, right? A, a veteran presence out back that's still not like super old. So we're not talking about somebody that's 35 and up. Right. We're talking about somebody still that has a lot of gas in the tank, you know, but just just pay. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I think that this is going to separate us, especially now with Inter Miami trying to get rid of everybody so they can, you know, open their wallets and just sign everybody. Right. So uh, it's not to play catch up. It's just to truly like live up to the expectation of building a winning team and a team that has depth, um, like immediate depth. Like, for example, this kid right here, he could be a perfect backup for for if, if Collins plays left back, for example, or, you know, uh, as well, you have uh, Holiday. There you go. You got three good players right there and then. That's how you build it. Carlosso could play one time, um, Open Cup. Holiday could play, um, Conca, you know, Conca have Champions League, you know, and, and go from there. And, and that's how you build the depth, in my opinion. I, I think uh, um, Orlando should definitely um, open the wallet and just definitely invest. I mean, I think that the, the, the club after the, yeah, the U.S. Open Cup, yeah, watch out with the copyright, uh, with, um, with the actual – investment that they're going to make, I think it's going to pay a high dividends, in my opinion. What are your thoughts there, Paola? I couldn't unmute myself, but we just said it before. We have to be smart. I think on loan, it doesn't hurt us, right? Because we don't have to pay the player, but um, we need more depth, and if we can sign Callens, I see more more than one trophy this year. Um, that's all I have to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Tall says, is Orlando City interesting in Cho West Song, who is a South Korean forward? Um, not, I'm, I haven't heard anything, but if he's good, I mean, if he's going to definitely make an immediate impact, you know, is, is that the kid Cho who made a golazo? If that's yep, him, I I'll, think it's that I'll one. Take yep. him, I'll take him. I mean, he has probably better... <laughs> better, better. Oh, yeah. Everybody that went to the World Cup, trust me, they, they their yeah. phones are ringing. This is muy rico. So I will take him at Tam. That's right. Let's get Callens. Is Joshua? 
We definitely need a left back, though, uh, even though we have Luke and Kyle Smith. I agree. Jim D, I felt the same about Angulo, and he changed my mind quickly. He's a great player for us. I agree. Banjo Araujo was the biggest surprise for me last season. Uh, Banjo, we need a fullback that can cross. I agree with that completely. Thomas Dupree. So what are the odds we, we play the, the three in the back, right? Uh, and that's a good that's a good um no no at, to go to that uh we tried if you guys remember the 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 game against DC United at home that just went horribly wrong not to say that it can't can work here perhaps the pieces that we had were not not the necessary ones and on top of that I'm a firm believer that if you try something crazy in a game it's the expectations are that it's gonna it's gonna go awry, and uh, in fact, uh, Oscar Pareja asked for forgiveness or for you know he 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 said to the fans, "I'm sorry, I you know we tried something new, it wrong you know wrong team to do it with, and and it just it just went horribly wrong." But uh, you know the sky's the limit. We are not married to a formation right now. Uh, we are expanding our roster. To be one in which the players are here is because they fit the system rather than we can afford them or they are, you know, budget friendly. So there's an opportunity for that. And to go back to Jim, uh, Jim D's uh, comment about Angulo, I'm the first one, Jim, that I will join you on that comment. Uh, Angulo was brought here. Nobody knew who he was. And uh, and uh, next thing you know, the, the kid is, is a dynamo. And lastly, for Banjo, when uh, Cesar Araujo made the preliminary for the World Cup, people in Uruguay were asking who was that player. Nobody knew who he was in his home country. So imagine how lucky we are that we signed this kid uh, for next to nothing, $3 million, and look at the, the payout that we had. Yeah, it's because uh, media over there is like completely, you know, it's either Nacional or Peñarol, and if you're not in any, any one of those teams, the other teams don't really matter. You know that you know. So Cesar Araujo played for Montevideo Wanderers, and I, I believe, you know, definitely, you know, Orlando. I think the front office, um, you know, Ricardo and, and and Luis Musi did a great job on signing him, and just see the potential he had. Now, and he, the good thing about Araujo is that he adapted well, and uh, a lot. I mean, in in the, the the team that we have now, this is the team that we have now. Uh, I mean, we have Kara up top. We have Mauricio on the ten. Gaston Gonzalez, uh, le uh, left wing, Facundo on the right, uh, Wilder Cartagena, Cesar Araujo, Holiday as your left back, Jensen, Antonio Carlos, and Kyle Smith. That, 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 this, this is our team right now. Now, what do we need to do? I mean, the depth, right? I mean, I think that not only reestablishing and regaining home field advantage that's number one we need to build a squad that the wall and the people that are in this chat right now more than 25 people watching the show right now they can take their their family and say hey look i'm gonna watch my team beat atlanta right now like you know with confidence right not not loose unfortunately i'm gonna say this not lose stupid games you know, that, that should have not been lost, right? And then waiting for Oscar to take the whole blame about it, right? So, and what was one of his, maybe one of the reasons 
that occurred last year. Chemistry. And now a lot of these players that are in this squad right now are going to get the chance to do a preseason together. And so the second thing, in my opinion, this should happen is rebuild build those connections, build bricks, uh, you know, to, to, to build those connections. So when it comes to those three or four tournaments that Orlando is going to go through, you know, they, they play by just knowing what, you know, knowing each other and knowing how to play together. Because you see in a lot of the games, for example, last season, and this is, again, you know, this is development, you know, making connections. You, you see Facundo Torres raising his hands, like, the ball, like, pass me the ball. Like, like, what's going on? Like, I'm waiting here, you know, like, and then you see, like, Benji taking the ball on the left flank, like, going crazy, right? So I think chemistry is going to be important. Now, what, what are some things that uh, you would say, Paola, you would add uh, on top of what I just said? I think the proper mindset, and it, it goes hand in hand of what you just said, too. Because I remember, and, and it wasn't the entire season, Faku was like that. Like, hey, I'm here. Pass me the ball. Or even Kara at some point. Um, I think when uh, Pareja got here, they went to Mexico. That was way before the, the, the pandemic. And they built that relationship. They need to do it again because half of the players are gone and new are, newcomers are coming in. And they need to reestablish that, that um, connection. And that is super important. Um, instead of waving, hey, I'm here. It's like doing a Messi in the in, in in the World Cup. He didn't he didn't even look at the player and he was just passing the ball. He knew what where that player was going to um to be. I'm not asking them to be a Messi, right? But that connection is super important. So let's see what the boys are building up this year. And I would love to see that that, that proper mindset to see in the upcoming games. All right, um, so let's um, dive in into the team itself. Um, you know, this is, to me, they're going to be the starters, in my opinion, right, ne right now, as January the 2nd, 927 p.m. Um, so you got uh, Galese, um, Smith, Antonio Carlos, Jensen, Holiday, Araujo, Cartagena in the mid with Mauricio Pereira as the ten. Left flank, uh, left wing, uh, Gaston Gonzalez, right wing, Facundo Torres, and right up top as your nine, Urgent Cara. Now, uh, when it comes to, let's start with the striker position. Who do you have as, as a striker? Obviously, Jack Lynn, he's going to be playing USL, right, Dave? So, right, right now, Jack Lynn, and then you have that kid from uh, Duncan McGuire, right? Duncan McGuire. So you got Kara and Maguire. Okay. Duncan and Maguire. Those are your strikers. Now, uh, on the 10 position, uh, you have in the midfield, you have tons of options. Wilfredo Rivera is not going to be playing in Orlando City this upcoming season too, right? He's going to be playing USL. Uh, but we have, uh, I think, on the 10, we have... Uh, Loyola, right? That kid Loyola. Fabian Loyola, right? And uh, he'll be there. And again, this is a kid. He's uh, Fabian Loyola. He's uh, 17 years old. So 
I mean, are we ready to do that? Is he the next uh, Pele? Is he is he the next Messi? Uh, for that, uh, Luis uh, um, uh, Rivera's uh, option was picked. He's he's gonna be with the team. Exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I will I will argue that uh, that Rivera will, could be there. He he has international experience. Um, I, as like I, I have always said about this kid, I'm I'm biased because obviously I I seen him playing with Puerto Rico. Uh, but I I think he has what he takes. Uh, I'm I'm heavy on a guy named uh, Moisés Tablante that <laughs> is languishing in OCV, but that's a story for another day. All right, and then you have in Cartagena's position, uh, you have Shaq, Shaq Mohammed. Mohammed, yes. I'm gonna put Shaq right here. Right, you have Shaq Mohammed. You have then also, if you want to just, uh, you know, you have Jake Mulraney, you know. Uh, I don't know if, you, if, we, if we're gonna be with Jake, Jake Mulraney uh, this upcoming season. But uh, Jake Mulraney is available, uh, and um, and then we have Felipe Martins. Yeah, I was but, gonna say Martin. Yeah, but, but he's... let's let's put him mm -hmm. right here. Let's put let's put um, Felipe Martins right here. So we have Felipe Martins. So we have a lot of depth right in the mid. If if you look at the players that we have right now, I mean, for for Araujo's position, you have Felipe Martins also. Maybe Shaq could play Araujo's position. Cartagena as well. He had Jake Mulraney. So, you know, there's depth right there, right? Now, on the back, let's let's look at the back and then we'll look at the wings. Uh, we have, uh, as a right back, we have Holiday. We have also Kyle Smith, which I put him as a right back. But uh, actually, no, Holiday it should be a right back, so my bad. So let me change this here. So Smith's right here. So Holiday is right here. Um, and then we have Freeman? Alex Alex Freeman from OCB for sure. Um, now, do you? Uh, I, and then it should have been Ruan right there, right? but he's not there anymore. Correct. Now uh, we have also uh, Salim, right? Abdi Salim. But he's—I would say—he's more of a of a, of of a left back, right? Abdi Salim, right, Dave? Uh, you. Okay, there we go. You also have uh, the German kid, uh, Grossman. What was his name? I'm sorry, I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, the rest. Of yeah, Grasso. Yeah, yeah, Grasso. Yeah, but Grasso. Yeah, he can play. He can play left back, right back, and center. Okay. So, uh, so you can, put, you know, Grasso. Right now, mm -hmm. you're talking about. Grasso is a rookie, 24 years old, right? Yeah, he has played professional football in Germany, fifth division. Yeah. Oh, fifth division, okay, yeah. And then you have Freeman, OCB, Holiday, first team in OCB, and then Kyle Smith, he's the batterin. Now, I mean, let's let's look into that, right? Mm -hmm. So now, are these the four you want to take to play against the Sounders? Austin? Uh, Real Salt Lake, LA Galaxy, LAFC. I mean, let's think about that, right? Uh, then center back, you have Thomas Williams. To me, is a future for sure. Talented, mm -hmm. talented individual for sure. Then you have Rodrigo, right? 
right? Rodrigo. And then uh, you got Hackenberg. You got you got uh, uh, well, you have um, yeah, I think I just added Rodrigo. Uh, for, uh, yeah, but you got Hackenberg. I mean, you, you got Hackenberg. Call, you can call Hackenberg in, in here. You got Freeman and uh, who else? I think that's yeah, it. That's yeah, as far Freeman, as center backs. Freeman, Freeman, I think he it's um, Freeman is right here. So oh, okay, okay. Now, as as he, he's he's a right back. Um, he he could play the right. Now when Good it deal. comes to when it comes to Holiday's position, which is the left back position, who do we have? We have, Lu we have mm -hmm. Lucas Petrazo. So there you go, Petrazo. Luca Petrazo. player from Toronto FC, 22 years old. Right? Um and then, you know, and then, you know, you can have, you know, Freeman also, you know, filling up right there. Yeah. And then you, and have, then you have Abdi Salim, Santos. right? Abdi Salim, right? Abdi Salim. And, and Santos as well. Who? We, we well, Santos. Santos is not, you know. No, he's not signed uh, yet. Right? He's not signed is, yet. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's it, our, our, our channels have confirmed that it's a done deal. That's, it's just, they're just waiting on. The particulars, but uh, and Brazilian media already calls it. So uh, we're gonna sign a kid that had only had six assists. Loan. He's on loan. He's coming on a loan. Loan. Okay. Yes. And then goalkeeper. One year loan. Goalkeeper. You have Galese, Stash, and then Greeny. Green. Yep. Uh, and also um, Ojeda. Ojeda. Which I would take Ojeda a little. Further. Oh yeah, yeah. Ojeda's the future, my friends. Yeah. All right. So, look, I'm just gonna be completely blunt. Goalkeeper, I wouldn't even look. I wouldn't even look. No one. I'll, I'll keep the four that I have right there. There's no. And you know, uh, Sean Johnson is never gonna play in Orlando until maybe if Galese ever decides to leave the league. But not right now. Now I feel like on the back we need help, but not I wouldn't say because they're bad players. Just we need more of a veteran presence. We need we, we need some veteran presence, um, because let's I mean Kyle Smith goes down. Let's say he has a um, you know a, a little you know he needs to rest a couple games. Uh, you're gonna put you're gonna put you're gonna bet all your you're going to go all in, all in. Here you go, all in. On Holiday, Freeman, or Grasso. All bets are off, all my money. There you go. You're going to go all in to Luca Petrasso, Abdi Salim, Holiday, all in. To play, um, to, to defend the cup. So that's what I'm saying, you know. Um, it's it okay to put that level of pressure on a kid like Hackenberg? I mean, Hackenberg is a hell of a player, and, and, and I'm sure all these players can succeed all expectations, but do you truly want to put that big of a backpack? I mean, Orlando just won a championship, first major championship. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think they need to look into more depth in the back. The front... We have, we have. I mean, and even I will say the striker. We need to look at, at for a, a, a third striker. 
because I don't think Kara and Maguire can carry BR9s. That's just my opinion. I don't know. What are your thoughts, guys? No, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Paola. No, no, no. Um, I, I agree. We need we need that second striker veteran because this kid, we don't know if Maguire is going to have an immediate impact. So are we like like Luis said, are, are we betting on Maguire? Are we leading like we don't know um, when Kara, you know, knock on wood, he doesn't get no. injuries or anything. Who who are we going to play? We don't know. So right. let's let's see if he has an immediate impact. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, with that, and and you know one of the things, my friends, and and Brian, I I researched the guy that you're mentioning. It looks like an OCB player, uh, by the it, way. He is. He is. Yeah, yeah, Eric Gunera. Um, the um, Gunera, he's good. Yeah, yeah, no, he. he uh, I, I I couldn't remember who he was until until, until I saw that he was from OCB. Yeah, he has. He is actually an academy player that has been promoted. Uh, but real quick, guys, we need to look at uh, one of the things that all Orlando City fans and uh, all the talking heads could agree on is the fact that we are not scoring goals and our home form shows it. Our, our, our season form shows it. 14 wins, 6 draws, 14 losses. 9 wins at home, 0 draws at home, 8 losses. Unacceptable. Basically, a 500 at home. Unacceptable. Away. Five wins, six draws, six losses. And for the goals that we scored, uh, we scored 53, uh, 53 goals. I'm sorry. Uh, we scored uh, – we had a goal differential of nine. Uh, I, I, scored, I, I wrote down the goals that we had against. I didn't <laughs> write down the goals that we scored. But, uh, oh, okay, uh, 20, we scored at home 26 goals, had 28 against us for a negative two. We scored 18 on the road. And we received 25 for a negative seven. Now, if we compare that to the teams that went to MLS Cup, Philadelphia Union had scored uh, 72 goals. 72 goals, my friends. And only received 26 uh, for a uh, goal differential of positive 46. And LAFC uh, scored 66 goals. Received 38 for a uh, goal differential of positive 28. That's the difference. That's the difference between winning the league and the, the and and, and uh, scraping by to get seventh and, uh, and 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 get shown the door on the first game. We have to score goals. And you know, would I like Kara to to like wake up? Absolutely. We don't know what the draft is going to bring this year. You know what I mean? It could be a Dodson, like we drafted a couple of years and the guy amounted to nothing or we can get another Daryl DK, another uh, Kyle Aaron in, uh, in our hands. I, I, I will say that one of the biggest draws for the people to go to the stadium is seeing their team score goals, go wild, go crazy, win at home. We have to do that. Dylan, if you're listening to this, you know that one of the things that you have told me was that we have to improve the uh the the home performance and with that it's winning and you said that to me so this is this is where we start if we score goals the excitement runs through the city people come if we score goals you know what happens you, you know what's the number one rule in football the team that scored the most amount of goals wins the game yeah um so so i, I do agree with that and you know i feel like we have a lot of depth in the mid 
if let's say we add, and I'm just going to say this just to be, you know, I know people are going to laugh and I'm sure if, if, if my people from La del Fútbol are watching this, they're probably going to laugh their butts off. But let's say, let's just dream, smoke a pipe dream, uh, put Cristian Cueva here. Now you're talking about, I mean, look up, you have your captain and you have Cueva. Now you have two players that immediately are, are going to know what to do in a time of peril. They both have the experience to go break lines. They know how it is to play for their under under 20s, under 17s national team. They've played in big clubs, all of that. Same with Cartagena. Shaq, he's, I think, a huge prospect. I think a, a steal of the draft. Jake Mulraney has also shown some, you know, when he when he first came, people were very impressed with Jake Mulraney. I think that's a Jake Mulraney we all expect to see this season coming up. And I have no doubt that he will probably give us that and more, hopefully. Then you have Moises Tablante, fantastic player. Felipe Martins, let's see what he can do, you know. And Cesar Araujo, again. So I think you adding and paying for a player that's going to, you know, that's how you create your depth. You know how many options Pareja has for these players? And some of them play defensive mid, some of them play creative mid, some of them play, play both. Right, some of some of them play the wing, like Cueva, for example. He plays the left wing, right? So, just imagine that that's how you create depth, right? And right now, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Now, up top, we need another striker. We cannot go play four tournaments with Kara and Maguire as our as our as our only center buck, you know, um, center forward couple. We 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 just can't. I mean, we can. Uh, I don't know who's who's available in the market. Ola Camara, you got, you know, uh, Paulo Guerrero, you know, uh, which I, I'm sure Orlando City is probably not going to want to sign. You know, Marcelo Martins from Bolivia. You have um, a couple of players um, from the Spanish League, too. You know, you guys can look into that. Then on the wings, you got Facundo Torres, Ivan Angulo, and Gaston Gonzalez. Right. I think we're, we're good there, you know, and, and I think the, the, the back, right, the back, you know, I think we need another veteran princess, another mid player that could play the wing also, and maybe a, a center back, left back uh, combo person. That, that would be my choice, my ideal choice. Now, I don't know what Orlando will do, but definitely – I mean, and I'm not saying this in, uh, in oh, you got Martino Ojeda as well. You see, you see, you see, so have, you have Martino Ojeda. So Martino Ojeda, he's a left, left wing, right? So he'll be right here. So look, we're stacked on the, on the wings. And then the mid on the wings, like this whole mid area, we're, we're Gucci. Like, like, like kids would say, we're Gucci right now with the players that we have right here. Shaq, Moreno, Ojeda, Angulo, Gonzalez, Pereira. Loyola, Tablante, Araujo, Facundo Torres. We're, we're, we're fine. Cartagena. The problem is who's going to score the goals and who's going to run back to defend because we have AC and we have Robin and their, and their quality and their money. But then right behind them, you got Hackenberg, okay? You got Thomas Williams, Rodrigo. Don't, you're going to go with those? What about left back and right back? You're going to put your money on, on Grasso, and, he, and we just drafted him. You're going to put your money on Abdi Salim, on Luca Petrasso 
from TFC? So, so, so that's that's a question I'm trying to ask people, right? So, uh, let's see here. Brian Guerrero says here, Franco Fagundes could play attacking mid and striker. That's another deal we should reattempt. Uh, no, I think Dave, you you knew somebody about Franco Fagundes, that right? Yeah, I'm actually working to answer the uh, the question that uh, Thomas Dupree asked. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, but um, yeah, the situation with Fagundes, it looks like he's not coming to Orlando City. Uh, Nacional wants $8 million, although our sources told us that the club was willing to take less money. The fact is, is that it looks like Vasco da Gama is going to be the place where he's going to go. Uh, our sources told us, listen, you know, the fact is, is Orlando City is not going to be uh, begging people uh, for players. We are not here to give uh, the Wilfs money away. And if they, they want to play hardball, they can play hardball with somebody else, which is very incredibly mature and strong from our team that we are not going to be uh, – nobody's going to mess with us, you know? So that's that's the situation with Fagundes. That's fantastic. Let's read some comments. Martin Ojeda, we already talked about him. Juan uh, Chacayan, thank you so much uh, for watching the show. Appreciate it. We're about 20, 21 people live right now, 14 likes. Thank you so much. Drop us a like and a thumbs up. Thank you. Uh, Cuevas will be a great addition, definitely a playmaker. Yeah, he's a playmaker, and he could play the left wing. He could play the mid, the 10. Um, and the thing about Cueva is uh, you need to keep Cueva happy, and he loves to be so free up in the mid. I think having um, – Players like Mauricio, like uh, Facundo, and let's say Christian Cueva, man, it'll be a, we will be a threat. The, the thing is, who's gonna get the ball inside the net, right? I mean, that's that's gonna be because they're they're fantastic players, but who who's gonna score the the goals, right? We're gonna put our, our money on Urgent. I, I think he's a great player for sure, but we need someone else too. Uh, let's see. Uh, Thomas Dupree, curious how many goals we scored from June through August. Yep. And I have those numbers, my friend. We scored 26 goals and we received 22. So that's, those are the numbers. August, uh, July, uh, June, July were dismal years, uh, months for Orlando City. That's when we went on a nosedive. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't great. I mean, just because we score a bunch of goals, for example, at home we scored three goals. Great. Bad news is DC United scored five on us at home. <laughs> so, you know, the, 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 the numbers uh, sometimes mask the, the reality that, um, that we had a lot of ties. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes we had high-scoring games where we ended up losing the games themselves. Uh, DC United uh, was one of those teams that was a lesson for us. Uh, we would go to their house. We're winning 2-0 uh, at the 90th minute. And before the game is over, we, we have lost 3-2. to Somebody explain to how that happened. And they're like, oh, is the, the Wayne Rooney effect. Well, I got news for you. Wayne Rooney did not win another game the whole season. Just that one. <laughs> No, that's 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 a great, yeah, yeah. Thomas Dupree, does Oscar need to win a trophy to have a successful season? Um, he says we need to find a way to make um to summer an advantage. 
um, to make summer an advantage. And this year it's going to be different, my friends, because we're playing uh, Cup, uh, Leagues Cup against uh, Liga MX. The, the Orlando, uh, MLS Santos. is going to take a break. What's that? Santos Laguna, right? I think he's in our Yes, group. thank you very much. That we're going to be playing against Santos. Revisiting uh, uh, Miguel Gallardo's uh, hometown club yeah, yeah. Who, who came to Orlando and beat us 1-0. I can't believe it. But anyhow... Uh, so we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break to play this uh, World Cup style tournament. So this year we're not gonna see the 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 situation of weather and all that being a factor. Uh, but definitely um, we need to make some advantage. It's something that every podcast, yeah, everybody has said for a long time that our weather works against us. It has never been an advantage. Even when we play teams like Miami, they play us harder. And yeah. they are supposed to be the team further south. So you guys tell me. Yeah, we need we need to better our home field advantage, and that goes with these new players having a fantastic preseason and uh, having depth, which is what we lacked last season. And uh, you know, doing these crazy experiments, right? So, for example, uh, let's put this back. So, for example, the crazy experiments, right? So, for example, ended up with, you know, Ivan Angulo as an eight or maybe Felipe, uh, you know, having uh, three out back, right? And not being, you know, being able to practice three out back or playing with a with five out back and unknowing, you know, you know. So we did a lot of things that because of depth and because of injuries, mm-hmm. Oscar had to tap in to 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 attempt to. You know, not to over drain his players, but also to leave them with gas left in the tank for the next game that was coming up three days from that. From, yeah. from, from that. Luis, right? we have some questions uh, about the roster uh, from our friends on the comments. Where? Um, uh, Mr. Jay Santos asking about Martin Ojeda, which we know he's coming. Um, right, right. Yeah, we read that when you left. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. great. My, my bad. Um, Etromic. LAFC didn't renew Christian Teo. Kind of surprising, but I guess he was a surplus on the roster. Christian but they had Teo. a great roster, too. Yeah, that's I right. mean, not for nothing, uh, the winning goal was scored by a legendary European football player that was eating the bench. That does, if that doesn't scream to you, we're, super, we're, we're reeking with talent. I don't know what does. You know what I mean? And not only that, a World Cup player. Yeah. So. I mean, where what I mean, where do I see Orlando City? And uh, I mean, first and foremost, we you gotta support Orlando City no matter what. I don't Absolutely. care who you are. Uh, that's number one. But number two is uh, I would love to see Orlando City actually trying to compete for the MLS Cup. I mean, that that's my aspirations. I mean, and also I would love to win the US Open Cup again. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Uh, th- th- that's just now League's Cup and you know Concacaf Champions League. Now, now if we beat Tigres, now it's on. Now the pressure is on. Yes, we, you know, and and uh, and Orlando. I mean, it's going to be huge for Orlando beating Tigres. And, I mean, and League's Cup uh, gives you a CCL spot, by the way. Right. So it we have mm-hmm. we have like two two tournaments that we could have CCL availability. Oh, so, three of them. MLS, so, Open yeah. Cup. 
Yeah. You know, so. So I think it's going to be, I, I mean, or, you know, and win the majority of games at home because that's going to drive up fan base for sure. Hats in seats, right? Or butts in seats or whatever you want to call it. I, I think, I mean, people want to feel, especially people that are casual fans, right? Casual fans of the product. They want to make sure that they see their team winning. And uh, when they go and they spend $80 for a ticket, they want to see them win. No, we have discussed that in this this yep. podcast. Uh, if people on social media, personally, people know that I always said that the because the, a lot of people are like, oh, the club doesn't owe me anything. That's a lie, my friends. The club owes you to go on the pitch, play the best football they can, and try to win the game. Try to win the game. Um, this uh, uh, Herm Edwards, who in 2002 was – the uh, coach of the New York Jets was asked, what's the greatest thing about sports? And he answered in what is now an iconic historic moment in American sports. He said, do you know what's the greatest thing in sports? You play to win the game. I don't care if you have no wins, you play to win. That's important. If you don't think it matters, you need to retire because it matters. And that, my friend, my friends, it's what matters. I have said it many times, I spent thousands of dollars in this club, money that I could have put on a 401k or a bank. I mean, I would be I would be a rich man. But the reality is, is that I want to follow, support my club. I follow my club. And if my team goes and plays hard and, and, and we lose when, you know, too bad, so sad, you know, we're going to lose uh, games, right? What we saw when we closed the 2019 season, when uh, Chicago Fire, that had nothing to lose, came to our house and beat us. And for James O'Connor, it was another day at the office, guys. I walked away from that from that game. And I, I am embarrassed to say that it's the only time that I, I that I, I, I didn't even finish a game. I just I just left. I just I'm, I'm done with this because I, I was hurt that the club that I loved was just just no intention of winning the game, perhaps because James O'Connor already knew that he no longer had the job and he just threw whatever on the on the pitch, which that tells me a lot about his personal views of the game of football, but that's a story for another day. The fact of the matter is we have to play to win. And I'm going to throw something out there that nobody's talking about. Benjamin Michel might not be here next year, or the, uh, in 2023. There's rumors that Benji is going to second division France, and that's the reason why you haven't heard from him. He has been absent in on social media uh when we had the ability to go into the locker room his shirt wasn't there you haven't heard anything from him it's because he wants to he, he he wanted to leave uh that's that's what i heard so that's another another prolific player i know somewhere else i was listening to a podcast and they said oh well it's just a guy that scored two goals in a season okay look at the assist and the goals that he scored important we can downplay people that score goals and that assist Teshakin Delhi, half this fan base hate his, hated his guts. But when you look at the games that he won against New York City and against uh, Charlotte, we barely made playoffs. Imagine if those games would have ended in ties. There's no way we would have made playoffs. None. But Teshakin Delhi got us over the line. So, my friends, we have to, we have to look at things like that way. And, uh, you know, uh, again, it's an enigma of what we're going to look like. This month, I can guarantee you that we're gonna have a clearer picture. But we gotta support the club. We gotta, we gotta be there. I, uh, you know, Orlando City can count on me. 
But at the same time, don't take me for granted. I'm not stupid. You know, if we, we have to go and win games. And, 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 and I finish with this. My two overseas teams, fantastic seasons. Uh, Maccabi Haifa is first in the, in the league, about to repeat for the third time in a row championship in, uh, in Israel. Went to CCL last year. Yes, they came in and Messi did whatever he had to do with them at their own house. But that's life. PSG against a little uh, Israeli team. And, and uh, Stevenage is two points away from first place in League Two, about to get promoted. And it's not even freaking January 2nd. Those teams, in years past, they, they, they almost put me in the grave. But they did what we have to do here in Orlando. That's, this is why I say to people, if my overseas teams have me eating steak, I can come here to eat the number two value McDonald's. I can't. I can't do that. Orlando City has to offer me better because Orlando City is 10 minutes away from where I'm sitting right now. So the fact is, is they did two things that have been screaming here. They went and got a manager that could get the results, and they got the players that will play for that manager and deliver those results. That's what we have to do here in Orlando. We have to get the players. I believe that Oscar Pareja is going to get us over the hump. He already brought us a trophy. He already got us to the playoffs. Wounded, limping, but he got us over the playoffs, something that nobody could do five years before he arrived in Orlando. That's right. And at the end of the day, my friends, we have to accept. We have to accept this because we cannot move forward if we don't accept that during the Flavio Augusto da Silva's ownership, the roster was built based on how much money we can afford to invest on the roster. It wasn't about talent. It wasn't about system. It wasn't about none of that crap that we've been fed over the years. It's not true. And I'm, you know why I'm telling you this? Because Ricardo Moreira says it in the interview that he had in uh, P2 Power podcast. That he said, he said, I'm not gonna, I don't want to talk trash about all the people before I got here. But the fact of the matter is, is that we money is not an issue. Money is not an issue. Talent and, 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 the, and the character of the player is what we're looking at. And when he said that, I fell on my couch unconscious for 30 minutes because somebody needed to say it. Finally, somebody needed to say it. We were going to the Dollar Generals, the bargain bin at the Dollar General to get players when Atlanta, Miami, and all these other places were, were shopping at Bloomingdale's. That's the problem, my friends. So with that, hopefully that puts that to rest. And I'll shut up for a minute. <laughs> no, Luis I, and David, I just want to ask something because we have been talking about this in previous episodes. And today you bring, bring that up, David and Luis. Who is the next veteran player that Orlando should sign? We have Kaká and we have Nani at, at some point and we have Pato. Who is that person for, for this season that Orlando needs to sign? <laughs> I mean, it would have been, been fantastic to sign Luis Suarez, but he's in Gremio now. So right. he's playing in the Brazilian league. Um, you know, I mean, if you really want to dream, you could. You know, hey, you Neymar, never know. Neymar could be that, uh, that other person, too. Yeah. Is you he know, coming uh, here for. Uh, he's going to be. He could come here, but. It's going to cost a lot of money. And I mean, you're talking about how old is Neymar now? 30, uh, 34, 35? Something. No, Neymar? No. He's, he's uh, younger. He's like 31, yeah. 32. 
He was born in '92, so you're talking. Oh 30, wow! Okay, 30, 30. So, yeah, he's 30. 30. He's 30 years old. He's in the 30, perfect 31. age. In the perfect age for MLS. Um, yeah, Modric, uh, Thomas Dupree, Modric. That's that's one. Listen, I, I I like some players in the leagues that my teams play. People that you have never heard of uh, that I think, or, or people that play for my overseas teams that I, I think can make the transition to MLS uh, and, and and do some damage here. Um, but if we're gonna be talking about big names, you know, Modric sounds fantastic. Uh, there's uh, there's somebody in. In the Spanish league, that just is out of contract, and I can't remember his name. He, I think it's Real, a Real Madrid player. You oh, he's a defender. Yep, yeah. I know who's. Yes, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, thank you, Paola. So, so there's there's some names out there. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Aside from the name, because Kaká did fantastically here. The problem with Kaká was that it was Kaká and eleven other dudes. You know what I mean? And ten other dudes. That that was the problem with the the teams that Kaká played in. The, the thing is, that one thing I miss is Nani's hunger for winning. Nani is, uh, which when we lifted that trophy, I, I, wa I wanted Nani to be there so, so oh, there bad. There you go. There you go. Isco, there you go. There Thank you, go. you my friend, Theodore, Brian. Well, thank no, you, Brian. Isco is being linked to LA Galaxy now. Woo! Now, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, yeah, I understand Isco has been, you know, you know, pushed around uh, after leaving Madrid and things like that. But, you know, I think he's a fantastic player. Now, who do we have in Isco's position? We already have Mauricio Pereira, which we pay a lot of money. He's still a DP. I, you know. Uh, Faku again, can play Mauricio Pereira position as well. And, you know, I mean, you could, you could add a couple of, you know, you could add a couple of people, right? I mean, um, you know, but if you're talking about name, I'm name talking about big name, yeah. Yeah, you but you, to me, name. they have to bring that that energy, guys. They have to bring that that. Let's follow this guy to hell and back. Yeah, right. Like for example, Neymar. It could be Cristiano Ronaldo. You know what I mean? Like those are names that you know you're gonna be like you know. I don't know if you saw Cristiano Ronaldo just went to the Saudi league to play for Al Nasser, and uh, he, the club had 865,000 followers on Instagram. He no, had millions. Team. Yeah, point. 2.3 million followers and you know it's that's insane right so same with kaka kaka a lot of people downplay kaka kaka won the ballon d'or i mean kaka was was the best player in the world at some point yeah he had some injuries maybe his move to madrid was a little bit you know mm -hmm. too fast i think he should have stayed in italy and, and you know and win more in in milan he probably not gotten as injured but, you know, he's a phenomenal player. Now, Nani the same. I mean, Nani, I guess, to me, Nani was surprising because I always saw Nani when he played Manchester United as a number two. So he was never the leader. He was never the head of – he was never the star. Oh, here, forget about it. He was never – but he was never the star in United. He came to Orlando. He said, hey, give me the biggest, heaviest backpack you have. Let me put it on and let me be the captain of your team. Let me take over right now. Absolutely. And he we just delivered. need that leadership. Yeah. That's all. And well, that's what we miss. He, he, he matched really well with Oscar, too. Mm -hmm. So you have to mm -hmm. find somebody that is able to work with other people, too. You know, you don't want, you know, um, Neymar to destroy the foundation Oscar has built. Right? No, no. And, you know, <laughs> if you look back at our history, you know, you had uh, Anto uh, Antonio Nocherino, 
who came here and, yeah. and they, they got bought into the team. You know, I mean, the, the, the attitude, fans reward, fans fall in love with people that they seem that they, they, they feel that are trying, that are playing. Junior Urso leaves a huge, huge shoes to fill in this club because aside from, you know, I mean, if you look at the highlights of the last game at home when we defeated uh, Columbus, he scored our goal. The first thing he goes is he punches the air and says, vamos. And that, 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 that uh, section he's facing went buck wild. You would have thought this was a, a, a tent revival. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody by saying that, but uh, that, that's it. it the, the crowd went wild. And that's what we need. We need names, we need people, and perhaps we have them already. They just haven't been given the opportunity to prove that to us, or perhaps they're coming in. You know, people like Jake Moraney, uh, who played for Stevenage, I have to say that, uh, are still remembering England fondly because they're like, the guy, the guy played like he cared. And uh, when I told people that uh, he was playing for Orlando, they, they, they sent me videos and pictures and things. It's what you leave behind, guys. You, right. And no, we're running out of time. Look, but look, that's that's another name, you know, uh, Lukaku. Uh, I mean, Cavani. Cavani's a free agent. Uh, no, he's not a free agent. I think he's signed. Jordi Alba also. But you're talking about these are players that, I mean, Jordi Alba is a playmaker. He's not a leader. I mean, talking about the face of your club is not going to be Jordi Alba. I'm just trying to be, you know what I mean? Uh, like, honest here. Like it, the face of the cl club is a player that it's gonna it, it's gonna mean more than just a club. He's an entity by himself. You know, these are the Neymar's, the Messi's, the Ronaldo's. You know the you know the Kaka's of the world, right? It says uh, Emily Dinsmore. I think we will see a few of those type uh, of guys develop this year. I think about how hungry Araujo was in the cup run. Oh my God! When he scored his two goals, forget about it. Running and kissing that batch, forget it. I mean, we, we sold take our my money of shirts at our shirts that night when he did that. That place went buck wild. That's right, that's right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and um, you know, just read some more comments and then we're gonna close. It's all over an hour and a half now. This is uh, we were linked to Diego Rivas for like five straight years, it never happened. Oliver Giroux. Giroux will be fantastic, but, you know, I think he'll be a fantastic number nine. Yeah, probably too late now. Uh, it says, welcome Cueva to Orlando City. Mateo Tirado Rojas. Increíble este señor. Valera Orlando. Flex. Valera Orlando. Uh, could be. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, you know, Jordi Alba will fit fitting nicely. Thomas Dupree, you know, epic analogy. David says he's Uh, we got my moments, <laughs> gotta grow from being a fringe playoff team. Tired of these new expansion teams entering the league immediately, completely. But you know, yes, I agree with you. And the reason why they do this, I want to say hello to Austin, is because immediate impact players. Here's my money, dude. And I understand Orlando's trying to do it the right way with low cost, high reward. Totally understand. It, it does work. But at this level of how we analyze the roster today of Orlando City, we need a striker. We need a proven striker. We need a proven center back or a left back. So these are positions that are key for Orlando to move forward. 
down down the road. So thank you so much for for watching the show today. I want to tell everyone again to to please uh, subscribe to the channel. We are available on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Loud and Proud Orlando. Uh, click on the notification bell for all notifications. Um, last, uh, last comments, uh, Paola. Hey, don't forget Tiro de Esquina is coming back 2023. Um, don't forget to subscribe, please, please, please. And thank you for listening to us every single Monday. There you go, David. Uh, yes, uh, follow me on Twitter, Florida underscore man76. And uh, the legendary David is my vlog where I expand on my incredibly stupid uh, takes sometimes. Uh, so uh, please, uh, let's, let's just support Orlando. Let's get excited. Let's get excited about the season. And thank you very much for, uh, for, for joining us. Some of you guys stay the whole time. Appreciate that. Uh, let's read some more comments real quick. Uh, Alvaro Pesan, I want to say hello to my friend Alvaro from Lateral Football. He says, Salomon Rondon and Osil could be options. If we talk about stars, another name will be Amrabat. Uh, so the guy from Morocco, right? The brother. Right? Good, good, good. I think, I think, I mean, those are good names, right? I mean, those are players that will love to come play here for sure. Uh, thanks, guys. Says Thomas Dupree. Thank you so much for for watching the show today. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for your support. And also, before I go, uh, I want to encourage everyone: if you are, if you want to cover Orlando City and you want to go ahead and join our team, uh, feel free to do so. Send us a, a message uh, through Instagram or Facebook. Um, you will get to cover Orlando City, OCB, Orlando Pride, writers, journalists, City Pride fans. Send us a DM. Uh, we're trying to also we're going to make uh, an announcement soon for a new podcast here, Latin Pride Orlando. They'll be just for Orlando Pride. So we're going to be looking for some people that would like to talk about um, the NWSL. So it, it won't be all th- uh, us three, but we want to make sure that we we build a team just like us three here to join and and take over the Orlando Pride part of of Orlando of Latin Pride Orlando. So um, if you're interested and you want to join this, uh, you know, Latin Proud, um, DM me, DM uh, Latin Proud Orlando on Instagram, and then we'll go ahead and reach out. But thank you so much for all your support. Uh, thank you for listening to us as well. If you're listening to this and uh, vamos Orlando. See you guys. Vamos Orlando. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda 
underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Latin Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and vamos Orlando!